to the 17th episode of The Virtual Couch. I'm your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father of four, ultra marathon runner, and creator of The Path Back, an online pornography addiction recovery program that is helping people reclaim their lives from pornography addiction. So if you or somebody that you know is struggling with pornography addiction, please point them to pathbackrecovery.com. There you can download a short ebook that describes five common mistakes that people make when trying to overcome pornography addiction. Again, that's pathbackrecovery.com. And I have to tell you, I actually got a, um, a great email last night from someone who has, uh, they were on the road and um, one of the places that they, they kind of are triggered at times to um, turn to pornography. And, uh, and he, he said he focused on the path back and that kind of got him out of a bad spot. So I really appreciate that kind of feedback. So pathbackrecovery.com is, is changing lives. So uh, head on over there if you or somebody you know is struggling with that, um, that addiction. All right, I want to get right to today's guest. She is the first person to appear on the virtual couch for a second episode, um, Shauna Roberts. So who, she's a licensed marriage and family therapist who is in my very office. And the episode today is very timely. It is on boundaries. And I'm releasing the episode on the day before Thanksgiving, which is kind of kicking off the holiday season, a season when many people struggle with both identifying, setting, and maintaining healthy boundaries. And there are a lot of us that are going to be interacting with family members that we maybe only see once a year. And so Shauna is launching an online and in-person class right here at Bridges Counseling Center focused on boundary issues. And so she and I are going to talk more about that in our interview. And if you're interested in finding out more about her class, you can email her at Shauna, S-H-A-U-N-A, at BridgesCounselingCenter.com. Shauna at BridgesCounselingCenter.com. And speaking of the timeliness of this episode, so it's the day before Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And, and again, I have to tell you, the, I have to point that out, the U.S. The more the, the show grows and expands its reach, um, the more I can just get, get caught up in, in looking at the stats and all the different countries and places that people are, are listening to and downloading the virtual couch. And it's just, it's so exciting. And I appreciate that. So some fun facts on Thanksgiving. I, I absolutely love useless trivia. So here we go. I thought, uh, here's some things that you can bring to the Thanksgiving dinner table tomorrow. Um, first Thanksgiving, no turkey on the first Thanksgiving. Historians say that no turkey was served. So what was on the menu? Uh, deer, venison, ducks, geese, oysters, lobster, eel, fish. Uh, maybe they ate some pumpkins or pumpkin pies. And the historians also don't believe that they ate mashed potatoes or cranberry, uh, cranberry relish. They probably ate cranberries. Um, but, uh, but again, no turkey. And so I'm so glad though, that we eventually embraced the turkey because I can't even imagine if, you know, your Thanksgiving tradition included a dish of eel, um, or, or oysters or that sort of thing. No forks at the first Thanksgiving. There is a fun fact. The first Thanksgiving was eaten with spoons and knives and no doubt hands, but no forks. So forks weren't even introduced to the pilgrims until 10 years later. And then they weren't a popular utensil until the 18th century. And here is my favorite fun fact. Um, that I learned and kind of doing a little bit of research about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the reason for TV dinners, the reason why they exist. Uh, in 1953, Swanson had so much extra turkey, 260 tons of extra turkey, that a salesman told him they should package it into aluminum trays and throw in some other sides like sweet potatoes, and the first TV dinner was born. And if you are an old, older man or woman like myself, you can probably think back to um, those foil TV dinners and and uh, trying to peel up some of the foil and they got to go in the oven for 30 minutes and and uh, the edges of the brownie or the, the even like you know, there was applesauce in there or something just being really hard and crunchy, um, but actually kind of kind of digging them back in the day. Um, a couple more wild turkeys 
can run 20 miles an hour when they're scared. And we have wild turkeys around my parts and and I actually see them every few weeks when I'm out on a run and uh, always kind of scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie because they're always in a pack and they're kind of looking at you. And uh, now that I know that they can run 20 miles per hour, kind of frightens me a little more. Um, Okay, the speed round of Thanksgiving trivia facts. So Americans eat uh, 46 million turkeys approximately every Thanksgiving. Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird, not the eagle. Um, I, know, I feel like there's a lot of jokes you can make about that. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's first meal in space after walking on the moon was foil packets with roasted turkey. The heaviest turkey on record, 86 pounds. Californians, um, shout out to my California brothers and sisters, consume the most turkey in the U.S. on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, female turkeys, which are called hens, do not gobble. Only the male, male turkeys gobble. The average turkey for Thanksgiving weighs 15 pounds. And the last fun fact Campbell Soup created green bean casserole for an annual cookbook some 50 years ago, and it's now said that they sell $20 million worth of cream of mushroom soup. And I am one of those who cannot cook very well, and I will be making green bean casserole tomorrow as well as uh, my world-famous mashed potatoes. And I have a client who is just an amazing cook, and so I, I felt like I could bond with him talking recipes. So I throw out the, I'm going to make my green bean casserole, and man, what a mistake because he starts talking to me about, okay, first – you blanch the green beans, you know, then there's some shallots and then you crush a clove of garlic and, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I mix a can of green beans, a can of cream of mushroom soup, some of those French onion straw things and, and we're good. So I kind of learned my lesson there that you don't, uh, you don't think that you can kind of hang with a professional chef. So, all right, we're going to get to their interview with Shauna Roberts. Um, but very quickly, I want to give another quick plug for the Facebook page, Parenting Magic. Um, I did an interview with Robin Copa on their page uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I've just received so much positive feedback from that interview. Robin was a great interviewer, and we talked for over an hour about um, developing empathy with children, about parenting, about marriage. And I just felt like it was kind of, you know, all, all of the things I love and I'm passionate about came together, and I felt like I was uh, up on a soapbox and just um, I was really grateful for the way that Robin led that interview. So go to Parenting Magic, the Facebook page. And, uh, and find that interview and, and feel free to spread that around um, to friends and that sort of thing. And quickly, I haven't done this in a couple episodes. I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment. And if you're an Apple iTunes or podcast app user, um, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating and leave a review. And if you feel so inclined and then share with friends and family, this helps grow the audience, which then leads to even more guests that can help give insight and tools that will hopefully help you live a more satisfying and productive life. I already have a couple of episodes um, in the can, as they say, that are some great interviews. And I have a couple interviews lined up um, for the next two or three weeks. Just some really, really neat guests that are coming on. But back to this, uh, you know, giving us a little juice with some more reviews and that sort of thing. I actually have had a couple of people that, um, you know, I've reached out to that I thought would be really interesting. And the first thing they do is they want to know your, you know, your iTunes ranking and, and these sort of things. And, and we've been um, pretty high in the iTunes ranks, but uh but there are people that are a little bit more numbers driven. And so, you know, there's the part of me, the human side that says, fine, yeah, I don't want you on anyway. Um, but there's some people that I really think would be uh, great um, and have some good tools to share with uh, all of you listeners. So please uh, drop by there and, and then subscribe, review, rate, that sort of thing. And if you're not an iPhone or Apple iTunes user, then you can always head to virtualcouch.xyz. All the episodes are there. And while you're there, feel free to scroll on down and submit a question or a suggestion for a guest. 
Um, or if you want to make a small donation, there's a section there. You can do that. It will help with the costs of hosting the podcast, equipment, et cetera, that sort of thing. So thanks again for your support. Um, without further ado, and thanks as per usual to Aurora Florence for the music at the end of the episode. I love going out of uh, each episode with her song. It's wonderful. And if you like that song, look her up on iTunes. Um, the entire, her entire album is wonderful. Um, I guess no pun intended. Okay. On to my interview with Shauna Roberts. with is that we could have done probably 10 or 15 minutes more of this podcast. We could have. But uh, I was about to use third person uh, or, or no. Yeah, I was say Tony has been waiting for his DoorDash driver to deliver his Vitality Bowl. Yes. And I, I, I was obsessed with it, wasn't I, Shauna? Well, Tony, you and I share that obsession because we can track their every move on our phone. Yeah. And once you hit order, you kind of become obsessed with where your food is. Yeah. So, and, and, and if anybody doesn't know what DoorDash is, Shauna, what is DoorDash? Sh- well, first of all, it's the greatest invention ever. Shout out to DoorDash. Right. You hit a button on your phone <laughs> and the most marvelous food appears. No, yeah. so it's, it's a it's a, a food delivery service. They are amazing. I think almost every restaurant here yeah. in the Roseville area, you can get anything you want, anytime you want, push the button, boom, done here. And it's amazing. free. Yeah. No, it's not. No. But it looks like it because I don't have to like use money. Well, that's the problem. It's I magic. I know, right? Button. And the thing that's horrible for me is I got to the point where I was bringing like uh, peanut butter and me banana too. and totally. chips and I was so proud of myself me and too. I'm not spending extra money at work. No, I spend lots of money. Yeah. Thank you, DoorDash. Okay. And do you know who introduced me to DoorDash? Who? You. I did. <gasps> you. I did. I got you hooked. Yeah. How did I find it? Oh, I used it when I was on a, a trip for, uh, when I was doing ITAP training. Okay. And I was starving. Shelly had <laughs> left me, dirted me in the, uh, the hotel, went out with friends. Yeah. And I ordered through DoorDash and now I'm hooked. Yeah. They're it's awesome. horrible. Okay. It so, is. All right. Um, we are, uh, I'm here with Shauna Roberts. Now, Shauna has the great distinction. You are now the first two-time guest on the virtual couch. Wow. How about that? I right? feel really honored. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think that's kind of a big deal. Thank you. Um, and Super Shauna's fun. first, uh, episode, if you haven't heard it, it's titled Anger, mm-hmm. but we talked about so much more. We talked a lot about like, uh, questions to ask your therapist and yeah. and uh, just a lot of good feedback. You've, you've said that you've kind of, uh, people have told you that they heard oh, you. Oh, got right? a lot of great feedback yeah. because I think we, we touched on subjects that were important for people. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were really curious about these questions that we fielded and, and they got a great result. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Great feedback. So Sean is kind of a big deal. She is. Uh, she has a class that is up. You want to talk about your class right now, and then we'll plug it at the end. Sure, sure. Yeah, I've been developing curriculum over the past year um, to teach a course on boundaries because it is kind of a big deal, right? It's hallmark mm-hmm. to uh, much of the therapeutic uh, work we do. If you don't have good boundaries, then you're going to have a lot of other issues in your yeah. life. Um, so I've put this together, and I'm going to be offering that up come the first of the year. I'll either do it online okay. via Zoom. If you don't know what Zoom is, it's a wonderful platform where I can bring a classroom of people together. It was a show when I was a kid. You remember Zoom? I do remember Zoom. Now yeah. you make me feel old, Tony. No, because and I think that you they would look through like basically what looked like a bubble they did, blower, remember? and they would say, "I see Shauna," and yes. I see right. I'm going to do that. Okay, <laughs> are you? You have to, that. and you got to wear a striped shirt. I'm going to. It's okay. going to be awesome. Okay. Or we're going to bring people who are local. They can come in and uh, they can do it in person here at Bridges. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that at okay. the end. Yeah. And then I'll have it in the show notes and that sort of thing of how to get a hold of you. But yeah, we'll hit that at the right. end as well. Um, although we might be rushed at the end because I was we're waiting starving. for my DoorDash, we're right? Uh, so we're going to talk about boundaries yeah. and Shauna, why um, we are recording this thing on November the 21st. Yes. Why are boundaries important right now? Because the entire world goes insane okay. <laughs> in right? the holiday season. And 
And that's just because of the, you know, lots of different dynamics that are at play with family members. You're, you're, you know, seeing people that you haven't seen for a while, or quite frankly, maybe people you don't like, and you're having to figure out how to negotiate those relationships in a very stressful time. Boundaries become very important for one's own sanity. Yeah, can I, can I jump in and normalize? Yeah. Uh, how often do you hear people that talk about they feel bad because they don't have this perfect relationship with their family oh, members? All the time. And I think it all goes back to whether it's what we're putting off on social media with their nice right. little family pictures and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. But I think people sometimes feel like something is wrong or they're flawed if they don't just everybody gets along. Right, when, which is so not the norm. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are a complex race of people. Yeah. And you put all these different dynamics together, and of course people aren't always going to get along. Um, so boundaries help, I mm. think, clean that up a little bit and give people a sense of um, empowerment okay. as they go forward, right, around yeah. the holidays. Yeah, and so I'll throw, before we jump into boundaries, I'll throw yeah. one more plug for, like, mindfulness, because I feel like, yes. um, you, you know, it, if, if what you can do on your holidays is kind of just observe, just have awareness, just kind of go, huh, look at that, right? Okay, um, that person is uh, kind of being a jerk, or I don't feel a connection there. That's interesting. And not chase that thought to all the way down the road to what's wrong with me, right? Right. Yeah. So you take a step back and let your thoughts just be. Yep. And and use that observing part of your mind to take that in and then be really present. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to drive? Sure. I'll Let's drive talk a boundaries. little bit. Okay. Let's start. So one of the first things, and I'm sure you get this all the time, is people will come in and they say, I think I might have an issue with boundaries, but I don't totally know or understand. Yeah. What does that mean? So let's start with what is what is the definition of a healthy boundary? Okay. Right? Do you have one or do you want me to go? You go. You go. Okay. I do. So I, I have to give a shout out to Anne Catherine, who I, I think has done a tremendous amount of work at boundaries. She has uh, several books, the most famous being... Um, where I, where I think it's where I start and you end or something oh, okay. like that. Great book. Sounds like a name from a Jane Austen movie, by the way. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Uh, anyway, so here here is her her definition, which I use often because I think it's really succinct. It does a great job. So a boundary is a limit or edge that defines you as separate from others. Mm-hmm. And it's a limit that pr- promotes a life lived with integrity. Oh, okay. Isn't that good? Don't yeah, you love that? I do. So the one I had pulled up was, uh, uh, it's, uh, by a, uh, clinical psychologist out of Pasadena, Ryan Howes, who says it's the line where I end and someone else begins, yes. but I kind of like yours goes into a little more yeah. depth and I, 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 we can kind of go back to the first part of that, but I hear the word integrity. I love it. All right. And cause then all yeah. of a sudden, and, uh, boy, I don't want to go into complete therapist cliches already, right. but you know, I feel like we're our whole journey, our whole job is like helping right. people with their journey to authenticity and, right. and having integrity and, and who are they and not trying to just have all the projections of other people on them and, and that sort of thing. So 100%. Right? I love that you just said that. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that's, that's true. And you know, sometimes it's hard to conceptualize even, even with that definition, right? I think we still say, okay, that's great, Tony and Shauna, but mm-hmm. what does that mean yeah. really? Right. So the other question I often get is, okay, well, how do I know? And I say, okay, well, let's go through some questions, right? right. So let's, let's do a couple of those. Okay. So how do I know if I have, ba- if I have a boundary a, issue? If I have a boundary issue, right? Well, one of the first things I tell people is if you notice that you live with a constant feeling of resentment, that's a little bit of a litmus test, right? Ah. That something's off there. Okay. Um, needs to be cleaned up, but let's get specific with a couple questions. Okay. So I love this question. Do you have difficulty saying no to the, re- uh, sorry, to the requests of others? Um, I, myself, absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really hard to say no. 
Yes, men. Yep. Right? Yep, I will do that. Okay. Because why? Why do we why do we have a tendency to say yes? We want to please. Yeah. We want to please. We want everyone will like, like us, me more, right? right? If I will I do everything. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're run down, you're resentful, you're angry because quite frankly, other people might be not be doing that to you. Yeah. Right? And you're yeah. like, Well, I said yes. Why aren't you saying yes? Absolutely. So the next one I think is important is uh, in many of my relationships, I frequently feel like I contribute more than others. There huh. it is again, right? Yeah. I keep pouring myself into these relationships and I'm not getting back. Why? Why are people giving back what I give? Yeah. Well, it's a boundary. In sure. Fashion, right? Yeah. It's funny because um, I, I'm thinking through, and maybe you do this as well. I start thinking through my couples therapist brain goes into all these examples of oh, when um, in relationships where somebody is is trying to please, they're saying yes, they are feel like they're doing more than and the partner instead of having empathy to that says, hey, you made your bed, you're the one that keeps saying yes, right? right. And and what kind of uh, that can just put such a divide in the oh, relationship, right? Huge. And then we have attachment injuries and all yeah. kinds of things that are tied to that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Uh, here's another one that I think is great. Um, I often find myself feeling neglected or hurt in my relationships with others, mm. right? So a little, a little bit of that victim mentality, right? Why, why isn't anybody doing again for me? Right, because I'm doing that? it. I'm yeah. doing it. Why am I not getting that back? Um, and then I think these are the ones that people forget often. It's kind of the self care piece. Okay. So I often neglect getting adequate sleep having a healthy diet and taking time for regular exercise. Okay. Right. Isn't yeah. that, that's an important boundary. If you are not setting that for yourself, how is it that you possibly could be good for everybody else? If yeah. you've run yourself down into the ground. Sure. I got to go back to, um, I don't forget which episode it is, but please go back and listen to my episode called uh, the emotional baseline. So yes. in that one, if you're not doing the self care, yep. if you're not doing the things to raise your emotional baseline, you're not putting yourself in a position to be a better husband, father, you know, wife, mother, right. employee, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah, that, that's the, you have to put your, the, the self-care needs to come first. 100% right? okay. there. So two more that I think really kind of define where, where there's a problem with boundaries. So if you say yes to these two, you, you again might want to sign up for my class or contact okay. Tony and there I for go. a little bit of help. Yeah. Um, so I often rescue others from oh. the negative consequences of their choices. That's hard. Right? Yeah. So that's someone who becomes overly involved in another person's life, right? And they're yeah. going to, quote unquote, fix them, yeah. solve their problems, right? And we're not just talking um, parents with kids, no. right? I mean, no. I can I think of now client situations where they just are inserting themselves in Anybody's all kinds of, life, yeah. right? We all know that person. Yeah. They're well-intentioned. They yep. mean, you know, they come from a really good place. The problem is, you know, if we check in with them, they're angry, mm. they're resentful, they're worn down. Right, because they're constantly trying to solve and fix everybody else. Yeah. So super yeah. powerful, right? And then yep. here um, is the last one that I, I really think is important. I find myself often allowing others to dictate my choices or behavior. Oh. So now we kind of have that in reverse, right? So if you're the person who kind of gets blown about by the wind, I, I call these people uh, shapeshifters or chameleons, right? It's like whatever everybody else is doing, yeah. I'm going to do that. And yes, that's okay for me. Or no, that's not okay for me. Not based on their own sense of self, yeah. but what other people want for them. Sure. Um, I, what comes to mind there is I can think about back when it was, and, and I won't go political, but yeah. um, during the uh, election season, I, I I remember having these conversations where a client would bring something up right. and it's almost like they would say, man, how about that? Fill in the blank. Right. right. And I'm like, right. Cause you're trying to read, you're like, are they, are they yeah or, or not? Yes. Right. And, 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 you know, and I felt like as a therapist, I, you know, I don't know, I didn't know if I was ready to, you know, take them on and say, well, you're not productive. But I, then I found myself out in the real world where, you know, yeah, yeah. How, if I'm going to, 
I can say what I feel. That's a healthy boundary, right? It is. It's a very important boundary. Yeah. But again, what might happen if you set that right, people may step over your boundary line. And we're going to talk a little bit about, I think, boundary infractions or violations, which, you know, people say, well, what do I do with that? And maybe you and I could spitball some examples, right? Some things that we we see. So let's let's now talk about um, the two primary types of, of boundaries, right? We have internal and we have external. Okay. So when I say external boundaries to you, Tony, what comes up? Um, I'm really thinking about, or, or so external boundaries are things that I can kind of put in place that are going to keep, uh, um, you know, keep people away that are going to try to abuse my boundaries. Absolutely. Right. So okay. we're talking about your physical space, yeah. right? Your skin is actually an external boundary, right? It oh. keeps people from getting to you, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. it's, it seems kind of silly, but it's true. So really when you think about an external boundary, um, it's, it's your, the things that you do to keep people at a proper space. Yeah. Right? So literally people that stay at home won't put themselves out in the Beautiful. world. People that won't, is. right? There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. a great idea. Or how about we all know those people. And I know sitcoms have done a ton of jokes around these people, but people who stand too close to you. Oh yeah. Close talkers, right. Yeah. If they want to get right next to you. That's a boundary violation, especially if your comfort zone is like three feet back. Yeah. Right. My, so, my wife and I were at a party one time and there was a close talker and I, uh, I told my wife, I, I felt like I would, I just, I was supposed to like kiss this woman. Right. Cause like, I, I mean, that's usually when you're that close, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, whoa, super uncomfortable. <laughs> right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you're kind of backing up and the more you back up, they kind of sure. lean in and yeah. you're like, what is going on? That's a boundary, you know, violation. Yeah. Okay. Internal boundaries. So first thing that comes up when we say an internal boundary, that is what? Emotional stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's our emotions, right? Yeah, yeah. And so those are a little bit trickier, wouldn't you say? Yeah, because you can hide those. You know, you can can try to overcompensate for internal boundaries, you know, trying to set these internal boundaries. Or your emotional boundaries, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And now we're really talking about the crux of of people that that maybe... um, could be labeled toxic, okay. right? So if we have people who are unhealthy, dysfunctional, or toxic in our life, well, I'm sure that they don't have great boundaries and they're going to step over not only our, our physical boundaries, but our emotional boundaries, yeah. right? So one of the ones that I see a lot is intrusion, right? Verbal intrusion. So asking things that are totally inappropriate. You just brought up politics, right? Yes. Well, it's kind of an unspoken rule, right? We don't go up to somebody and say, so... Are you yeah. redneck or are you liberal? Right. right? Yeah, we exactly. Say, yeah. We don't. Yeah. It's just there's something. But you'll get that person, right, who asks really inappropriate questions mm-hmm. that are that are not relevant to a conversation. And quite frankly, uh, the other one that comes to my mind is, hey, so how much money do you make? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just that we, we don't ask those types of questions. Right. Those are kind of – we as a society here in America have deemed those are not appropriate. Sure. Right? Yeah. So – we can think of, right, in our work, how many times a client has brought in an interaction with a loved one, a close family member, and we're sitting there listening going, whoa, mm-hmm. those are some serious boundary yeah. interactions, right? Yeah, and then yet people then feel like they have to respond, right. uh, especially if there's like a power struggle there, if it's yes. something that's at work, Yes, you know? 100% I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then my, my couple's brain kind of starts to uh, go a little bit haywire because here we try to do EFT work, emotionally focused yes, work, and yes, you're trying yes. to get somebody to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and open up. But then mm-hmm. that's, you're right. There are times where then somebody who has boundary, no, mm-hmm. no boundaries, then will mm-hmm. just blast through somebody's uh, vulnerability, right. Right? right? Like, I can't believe you're saying that. Like, that's right. ridiculous, you right. know? And, uh, and then that's going to shut somebody down. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. So again, let's, let's think again relationally here, right? 
right? So if we're thinking about even just a friendship, right? And, okay. and you have that one friend who is constantly asking you to do something. Yeah. Right? Always. You Again, we can reference these people, right? Hey, would you mind doing that for me? Hey, can I get you to do this for me? Yeah. And if you are a person that has overly diffuse boundaries, meaning they're they're not non-existent, really, what are you going to do time and time again? You're going to say, sure. Oh, I, I, okay. okay. Yes, right? right? And, and I think that... Um, there's, I don't want to out anyone, right? There was someone a long time ago. They have moved along, yes. I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I used to joke with my wife, hey, uh, you know, if you ever talked with this individual, I basically felt like I just volunteered to, you know, um, you know, uh, put on their wedding. I mean, it's like Absolutely. I didn't even know it, you know, right. and, I'm, I'm, and, right. and it's like. The next thing you know, you've agreed to do something. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And then I, I thought about there, and this is the, why it's so important to be able to develop your own healthy boundaries, because I have run into people, and I'm sure you have too, that they say, hey, I'm just asking. I mean, it doesn't right. hurt to ask. So there are right. people that their whole world is to bulldoze through everything and just keep asking until they find that person that has no boundaries exactly. that will then do their work for them, right? Exactly. And and again, I, I can think of so many clients who've come in through the years, they're worn down, they're frustrated, they're resentful, they're angry, they're dealing with anxiety. And as we start to examine, I always that's where I usually start, right? And I don't know how you clinically mm-hmm. work, but one of the first things I like to do to do is assess that individual's boundary structure. Yeah. What does it look like? Yep. Too rigid, diffuse, right? Non-existent. Yeah. Um, and so usually with those people, as you get in there and peel back the layers, you realize they either have overly rigid boundaries or none at all. Yeah. And okay. so our job is to help them create healthy yeah. boundaries, right? So, you know, I I think there's so many examples that that we could give. Is there is there one type of boundary issue, Tony, that you consistently maybe see well just since i do a lot of couples since i see couples all the time i mean there are people that will Mm -hmm. there's boundaries around uh intimacy there's boundaries around objective objectifying a partner there's boundaries around you know if only you would do this then i would feel you know whatever so now it's putting that guilt and shame on the partner and they feel you know they they are afraid to kind of set their boundary and say you know but um, I guess I need to be specific, right? right? So it's like if a, you know, if a, if a, a lot of times, um, I'm going to go stereotype, but if a guy is saying, "Hey, intimacy," right? Yeah. I've made it very clear: the more intimacy I have, the better I function. Um, boy, that's not a very fair, you know, right. uh, thing to put on his partner. And so if her boundaries are set around, you know, I've been with the kids all day, I've been pawed all over, you know, I'm run down, and never even got to take right. a shower. The house right. is a mess, you know. Right. I, that's my boundary. But then right. if this is kind of put out as, you know, put that put out there, it's like, yeah, but if you don't do this, you know, right. you don't love me or something's wrong with Correct. you. And that's when I watched a lot of people then just, you know, say, okay, Absolutely. you know, and now there's resentment there. Right. And, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's so powerful. And again, I always go back to the resentment piece. If, if you are an individual who consistently is in contact with your level of, of frustration and resentment towards other people and it's rising, mm-hmm. right? It's that right there is an indication. Turn around, look inward and say, what, what boundary structure is being violated? So what do you right see? What, what's one that comes to mind for you? You know, honestly, the one that I tend to see a lot is boundaries in um, either the workforce, mm. which I'm just going to use that one because it's such a huge one, right? So you have um, you have the young, you know, newly graduate, let's just say from mm. college, and they're starting in on their career and they've landed this great job, but they're low man on the totem pole, right? And yeah. so, of course, that, there's that expectation you got to do your time and, and you're going to do maybe some stuff that other people don't. 
But then you got the boss who who takes advantage of that, who has zero boundaries, yeah. right? So we can go in either direction with that, right? A boss who has zero boundaries and is consistently making everybody else responsible for doing everything under the sun, yeah. right? And they, boy, they don't hold any responsibility. And if if this young new employee, right, doesn't have a voice or can't say, hey, so can we talk about this? This A isn't in my contract or this wasn't in my job description. Um, I, I feel like I'm doing, you know, five other people's job. What are they going to do? They're mm-hmm. going to take that on. They're going to burn themselves out. And then eventually they're either going to quit or they're going to engage in be- behavior that potentially could get them fired. Yeah. Right. Sure. Just out of fight or flight. Yeah. Right? At that yeah. point. So or. Then I see on the other spectrum side of that is maybe a supervisor, another colleague, somebody at work who has overly rigid boundaries and expects everybody else to live that way too, right? So there is no room for error and we are going to do things exactly like this, whether it fits or not for, you know, the workforce. And then again, you have this person who doesn't know how to speak up about that, runs themselves into the ground, or they may just quit a job that actually had wonderful potential right mm. so i i tend to see a lot of workforce boundary infractions and my job is to help my clients find their voice yeah so i up. think the scary part and, and and i totally agree i think the scary part though is uh then people will say to themselves i'm just uh putting in my time or i'm you know this yeah. is kind of what i have to do but your yeah. answer to that would be hey not at the cost of your, and your integrity. integrity oh there, there we, go. we go back right, right? integrity jinx. yeah i know i was gonna jinx you okay oh. so uh, yeah so yeah. yeah not at the cost of your integrity because at that point when you start giving away your or uh mm-hmm. your integrity then right you're setting a pattern that uh Life, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, now it's going to bleed into other areas, Mm -hmm. right? And parents really have an obligation to set their children up with a teaching them a healthy boundary structure, right? So we can go there, right? With Mm. with parents, and uh, it's not an easy job to be a parent. You and I both. You have four. I've got three. Yeah, it's it's an intense job. But if we're doing it right, we're teaching our kids to grow up. And apart from us, right? Mm, absolutely. And that while in the beginning they're very dependent on us, and maybe those boundaries are, you know, tighter. Yeah. We have to loosen those up yeah. as as they progress and age. And you and I, I know, see a lot of parents who parent from fear, yep. and so have overly rigid boundaries because that's how they think they're going to protect their children. Yeah. And and then we know what happens, right? Yeah. And, um, and so, on themselves. Yeah. So I, and, uh, I'm going to plug, uh, if you, there's a Facebook page called Parenting Magic, and I was interviewed yes. by them a couple of weeks ago, yes. and I just... Um, I, I got up on a soapbox and the topic was about building empathy with your kids, but I, I, I really went into this. Yeah. What you just nailed was uh, parents that are kind of just doing a lot of projecting on their kids and it's based yes. out of the things that they, they wanted for themselves or they think right. would be right for their kids and Absolutely. and uh, and how difficult that is, right? Correct. And not setting the, the kid up to have healthy boundaries. Right. You know, I think about having daughters and, you know, wanting them to go out into the dating world right. and, and to, to have very firm boundaries right. and feel good about that. Yeah, and help healthy boundaries, right? That allows them to examine not just what what are the parents' boundary structures, but does that fit for them Mm -hmm. as they get older? Um, And then, of course, I can turn this around and I can think of parents well-intentioned, well-meaning, who have 
no boundaries with their kids, right? Yeah. And end up using their kids as their friend oh and they're goodness. telling them things that are totally inappropriate. They should not be sharing those things, especially if there's maybe a divorce going on, yep. um, family drama, and suddenly that child becomes they're, the listening ear. Yeah, they're the parentified. They're instead, parentifying right? them. Yeah. yeah. So, and again, I, you know, I don't want to guilt or shame anybody who might be listening. It's, it's, this is a growth process, Mm -hmm. right? But our kids learn everything that they're going to know about boundaries from, from your parental system. Like we said, both good and bad. Both good and bad. Right. right? Absolutely. I was just thinking, I think it might be helpful again, kind of to go back just to the beginning of what we were talking about and maybe delineate a little bit further what physical boundaries and emotional and mental boundaries. Boundaries okay. are so let me let me just break those yeah, down so people know. So physical boundaries include things such as touching another person. Oh, okay. Of course, sexual boundaries, yeah. right? Um, food, we wouldn't think about that. Closeness. Now we're talking about proximity, like we were standing too close. Money is can be a boundary. Exercise and health, mm. right? So those all kind of make up our physical boundaries. And then emotional, mental boundaries are our thoughts, beliefs, values, choices, ability to be vulnerable transparency, feelings, mistakes, and honesty. Mm. Pretty comprehensive list. Yeah, I really like is. that. Yeah. And that and I often will give my clients a sheet that has these and say, you know, let's talk about each of these. Can you do a little self assessment on how you think you're doing in each of these areas? And some of these people are like, I never even thought of that as a boundary system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? I kinda went into a I was having my moment there because when you talked about the physical boundaries, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I had really put that together and um, you know, I interviewed, uh, uh, Paul Gilmartin who hosts the mental illness happy hour yes, podcast. And that. he talks about, um, having these, not being aware of these boundary issues when he was a kid of, you know, his mm-hmm. mom kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, just kind of when he's changing or, you know, some of those things where he didn't feel comfortable and, and her just saying, you know, just kind of get over it basically. Yeah. And, and what a, a challenge that was. And I think about some of the clients that I've worked with where, you know, they don't feel like they can speak up about it and work where somebody is overly huggy, right? Yes. Or given the back rubs yes. or, and you know, boy, that yes. leads right into all the stuff in the news right now about sexual oh, harassment. Geez. And yeah. so the boundary setting boundaries is even more important. Very. And again, now we're back to teaching that to our children. You yeah. know, what messages are we giving our, our children about with their developing minds? Yeah. About what's okay. What's not okay. And yeah. do they know? You yeah. know, can we explore that with them? Which then, so then I think that that's, this is one of those, um, I'm, I'm having the epiphany of, I think it's important. This is one of those, go have the talk with your kids about what are healthy boundaries. Right. Is it okay if your teacher wants to hug you? Right. You know, is it okay if you're, uh, yeah, they're working at the mall for the, you know, Christmas break and right. there somebody's giving them a back rub. Or, I mean, right. th- that's not, right? No, yeah. it's not. And then now we're talking about those physical boundaries or asking them to do things there that you aren't, you know, again, you know, they're at the mall and the, the boss is saying, I know you've already worked eight hours, but I'd like you to work another six. Sure. You know, and, and some a young person who who's just trying to impress yes. and, and put in their time might say, okay, meanwhile, they haven't eaten, they haven't oh, taken a break, right, they're tired. Right. Not a good thing, right? Yeah. And I can think of so many kids I work with where I am shocked with all the laws that we have today yep. that these kids are being taken advantage of in the workplace because yeah. they don't speak up. Right? Well, and, and even uh, again with the laws that we're talking about, but I'm thinking of a couple of clients I've worked with over the last week that talk about um, inappropriate jokes at work, you know, oh, and it's like okay. there's they've had their training, Value. but it's like, yeah, but, you right. know. Exactly. I'm still going to kind of throw it out there and see what somebody says. Right. Completely That's a inappropriate. Great value uh, boundary a violation, right? Yeah. If we if we allow others and don't say anything yep. and all of that's going along and that 
we're not living a life with integrity, are we? If we can't speak up and say, hey, you know, I would appreciate if you wouldn't. Hey, so what if somebody seriously is too afraid to do that? What do you recommend? You know? Well, now, <laughs> well, first of all, we want to teach them sure. to, to yeah, find power them. Place, yeah. Right. If not, though, you can set a physical boundary, okay. which is leave. Right. Yeah. You don't have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the first and most effective boundaries we can set is the physical boundary of leaving. Mm-hmm. We don't have to participate. We don't have to stay there. We can politely decline to go out to lunch with those co- co-workers. We can choose not to hang out with them after, you know, hours. Yeah. Right. And I think at the... So back to the integrity, um, I had a, a client yesterday who was in a work situation where they were interacting with one person. Um, they had been brought into the situation by a, a you know, a, a friend who was involved in the project and they, they didn't feel like they could go to this friend and say, Hey, I think there's something kind of fishy going on. And, uh, and, and I just, I, you know, I kind of, we did work through that mm-hmm. and, and this person was able to say, no, it's, it's too important. You know, I have to, I have to give this thing a voice, even if I'm not willing to approach the person in front of me that I feel like is violating the boundary. Yes. Um, so I think that's where I was going with that too, is it's, it's okay. I mean, in this situation, if somebody's doing something wrong and, and violating boundaries, it's okay to, you know, mm-hmm. to go around, to, to go to your right. boss, to, right. and if it's your boss, go higher up than that, or, you know, don't just sit on it. Right. Absolutely. That, that was beautifully okay. said. Although when I just said sit on it, I'm kind of curious. What do you think about? <laughs> I you, hope we're on the same page. Oh, I'm going happy days. I, the was, going, I was going there. Okay. When, when you, you laughed, I thought, well, okay. Yeah. You might not mind. Sit that. on it. Okay. Right? Uh, it was, it was happy days. All right. It was, yes. Okay. The ponds. It's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's give uh, listeners some hands-on, uh, applicable, real-life situations for the holidays. Okay. You, our, you sell it. You okay. drive this. All right. Let's think of um, external family systems. Let's 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 go there. Let's use in-laws. Okay. All right. Yeah. In-laws, maybe a newlywed couple. Okay. Okay. It's it's traditions that are trying to be established for the first time. Right. The newlywed couple is trying to decide what's okay and what's not okay. And here comes the in-laws. Oh, are we talking like Christmas and where yes, you're going to go and who gets Christmas right. Eve and who gets you Christmas Day? It. And okay. Right. So one of the first things that we often will see is that this new young couple will get railroaded <laughs> right over. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like. I'm sorry, we don't care what you want. Yeah. You will be here on Christmas Eve. Yes. And then you will, maybe we'll let you go to your other in-laws on Christmas Day. Right. right? But we have tradition. You must but be we here. we have tradition and we expect those traditions, right? And I'm being a little forceful, but really and truly, whether it's by guilt, right? That they kind of, what? You're not going to come to Christmas Eve? Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just, so these this poor young couple struggling. Okay. How are we going to work with them? How are we going to advise them in that situation? Tell them to move. <laughs> Right? Yes. That's what I did. Yeah. Yes, move. Yeah. You, you I moved. I moved a thousand miles right, away. Move, move without. Okay. That's no. always our, that's a setting. Okay. But boundary, until right? we move. Until we move. Yeah. So if, if we're, this young couple is sitting in our office and they're freaking out, we don't want to disappoint everybody. We don't know what to Oh, want first of all, I'm like, what, hey, authentic. What do you want to do? There What's important to you? Have you guys talked about this? Right. And now have a nice little emotionally focused couples therapy session right. about that. Right. You know, uh, throw out what you're, what's important to you. Right. Each one of you, you go into awareness mode, Absolutely. you know, and then, and now we're, we're united. We set this boundary, okay. right? So now they're a united front. They know what they want. Okay. What I would suggest is it's, especially if you're new and practicing your boundaries. Yes. No, you may not text them. That's funny. Okay. Right. But I'm okay with a, a nice, well put together email. Okay. They can go out to everybody. Okay. Right. And in that you can say, dear friends and family, yeah. we love all of you. 
But as we are trying to establish our own nuclear family traditions, some things may be different this year. And they can just put that out there. Ooh. Now, is the poop going to hit the fan? <laughs> sure. Probably. Yeah. But if we've empowered them enough and given them a permission to, to really stay true to what's important for them, yes. often those go well. Yeah. Right? People yeah. are like, well, we'll miss you. Or, yeah. you know, I, I'll give you an example from my own life. Okay. I think for the first time ever... Um, my daughter, Alexis, mm-hmm. um, has decided she will not be joining our, our family for Thanksgiving. I legitimately think this is the first time in her 26 years she's ever done that. Wow. She recognized she needed to change. Okay. She's going to go with her boyfriend's family wow. and they're going to kind of get the heck out of Dodge and go down South somewhere. And she was so afraid to tell me, which I find so interesting. Sure. Cause I'm like, of course you can go. Yeah. I love that. You know what you need. Yeah. And I even was really impressed with my mom, Nana, who okay. might have, have really put the guilt on her and sure. said, hey, we love you. We know what you need. You know what you need. Go do what you need to do. You know, yeah. we're still here. Now, that could have gone sideways in a lot of families. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of all these, like uh, some movie where, you know, the grandma's like, sure, maybe I'll be around next year. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. Right. You know, right. kind of throwing the guilt oh, the on guilt. there, right? You know, this could be my could last, be the last one, right? Oh, gosh. We hear that all the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw out another one. Okay. Uh, maybe this is a family that's a little bit more established. They have, you know, several kids ranging in lots of different ages. And we have well-intentioned grandma and grandpa who don't have boundaries on gift giving. Right. Oh. And so maybe they um, don't check in with mom and dad and, you know, what would be appropriate or we'd like to do this, you know, for the kids this year. And I'm just going to use a really wild example. But okay. They, they, there's a brand new car for one of the kids in the driveway. Let's oh, just go there. Let's okay. just say something really big. Or they've uh, bought them a trip to Europe. Sure. Or they did not check with mom and dad, you know, and they, they kind of hide behind the, well, it's our prerogative of grandparents. We, we've worked hard and we want to be able to spoil our grandkids. Right. Meanwhile, it may completely violate a bunch of boundaries or beliefs or values that this this nuclear family has. Yeah. Okay. So again, how do we handle that? Where's the trip? <laughs> it's a world trip, Tony, oh, in a hot fine. air balloon. No, it's fine. Know. Yeah, it's okay then. I mean, okay. yeah, you know, grandma and grandpa might not be around until next Christmas. This, so here we go. We got to right? take it. Yeah. Right. So kind of the first thing, right, is we want the couple to be united around that. If it if affects the coupleship, yeah. then we want to make sure that we don't have splitting there where one of them's like, well, why not? Grace, I'm going to drive the right? car. Exactly. That's awesome. Or the yeah. new computer or yeah. the, you know, $1,000 gift certificate to the mall, which I actually did see one time. Wow. Kind of crazy. Okay. Um, but again, we want to make sure they're united. And then I think this is, this is my personal opinion. You tell me how you handle it. Okay. I think whosoever parents they are, right? So if it's the wife's parents, I believe it's important for her to sit down with her parents and say, hey, mom and dad, right? Do you agree with that? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. You know, and then if it's the husband's, I think he should sit down and say, hey, here's where we're at with that. Can you please respect that? Okay. Let's take that a step further. What if uh, grandparents look them and say, we heard you and that's great, but we get to do what we want because we're the kids' grandparents. Man, now I mean, this is do? real. I don't know. It is real yeah. because I've had this. Yeah. You know, okay, now what do we do? Okay. Uh, if I'm being very authentic, which yeah. is what I try to model for my clients, yes. I was trying to look for the next joke in that uh, <laughs> so you, that scenario. So okay. I've kind of, yeah, kind I'm waiting for you to, yeah, I'm right. for you to I'll, chime I'll, in. I'll pick it up there. Um, 
again, I think then we can start to set hard, harder physical boundaries. Okay. Right. So now maybe we have to say something like, well, you can choose to do what you want. However, we will be giving those back to you. And we've, you know, sat down with the kids and we've explained that we feel that those are a little over the top or not appropriate, you know, for our family. And so while that's hard, mm-hmm. um, we will be sending those right back to you. Yeah. I don't know. It's, what are your thoughts No, on that's that? great. So where I went with that is that it is so funny because I can think of sessions where um, I've literally been processing something like that with someone. And I know in my own mind, I'm I'm almost like... Uh, thinking, man, I don't know if I could pull that off, right? I really want that trip or, you know, right? And so those are, those are really, and I'm so impressed at times when people just, um, if that is, if they do have healthy yes. boundaries and they're just like, you know, and I'm saying, then what'd you do? And they're like, right. well, we gave the trip back. And I'm like, well, of course you did. Yeah. Well, good for yeah, you. That's right? exactly what I would yeah, have told you. Like, yeah. But you know, this, this actually comes right out of the pages of, of some of the work I've done. Yeah. And, and now it, you know, I'm being a little facetious and sure, thing, but I, you know, I've seen this and I've seen the struggle of the parents to explain to the kids, Hey, we're not going to accept that brand new gaming system. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we, we don't, for whatever reason, they don't do gaming in their house. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah, there, that's right? a good, I've seen that one too. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm sorry, or a brand new laptop. You know, yeah. we wanted you, son, to earn that. And, you know, we know you've been working towards that. So we're going to go ahead and give that back. That's impressive. I, that yes. Hard? Yeah, it is. And, and now I did just think of one where uh, there was a, 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 a very wealthy uncle that wanted to give a car. Yeah. And then the dad said, hey, no, we get, they get beater cars at 16. You yeah. know, they need to, you know. Yep. And I or remember, they have I remember to work thinking, wow, that is, you know, impressive yeah but think about what that teaches you know what it teaches to those kids and while it might be challenging at first Mm -hmm. right yeah um and let's let's think of one more good one here for um oh uh, take another you know write other pages in my work so we have extended family members who assume that when they come into town they're going to stay at so-and-so's house yeah right yeah don't ask don't check in. Sure. It's just kind of put out there. So we'll be arriving on this date. <laughs> yes. And we will be staying, you know, with Sally and Joe. Right? right. Yeah. Now what do we do? Okay. We're back in that same place of probably want to make sure that the Sally and Joe are on the same page. Right. right. Yeah. I'm totally making up those names. I do not have any clients yeah. named Sally yeah. or Joe. But that's such a great one, though, because right. I've, I've had those conversations where even Sally and Joe haven't yeah. haven't discussed that yet no right so and they might be on completely different pages right or they don't know what to do they allow the relatives to come into town yeah there's complete havoc in the house yeah right yeah uh let's take it a step further and say the house guests are poor house guests they're not even good house guests right and all the extra work that goes into poor sally and joe and how it's disruptive to their own family system even though they love these family members Right. But they had no time to really prep or have any kind of discussion. The next thing they know, they're there. They didn't say no. Now we're going to start to see problems, right, Uh within Sally and Joe's relationship. They're going to be upset, frustrated. Kids might be disrupted. Right. So what do you say to that, though? How how do you work with that client? Sally and Joe is a couple. Yeah. Because they just let them come in. Yeah. I'm going to say, let's talk about what that was like for you first and foremost. Let's let them process that experience. And then what prevented you? Gotcha. So you're going with the, hey, we'll break down the game film. And so next time we are kind of going to have, I gotcha. Well, so yeah, I want them to process what that experience was like. And then I bring it back to, so it sounds like that was not a great experience for you. It sounds like there was a lot of X, Y, and Z going on. Mm -hmm. What 
as you reflect back, got in the way of you standing up and saying, hey, this isn't going to work for us this year. We love you. We have some um, great alternative suggestions. Yeah. You know, so-and-so has offered up their house and so-and-so has offered up their house. Um, and see if we can't. I, I will often role play with them uh-huh. in session. I'll say, okay, I'm going to be the, you know, naughty house guest. Right. And I'm going to call you up and I'm going to tell you. And I have Ooh. them yeah. role play that and model it. Because sometimes they need permission to speak it out loud and, sure. and get comfortable with it. Yeah. So then when they go to that family member, yeah. then it feels natural. Can I ask you, okay, yeah. so I know this is part of where my mind was getting stuck there too, because that's exact. I love that, um, and especially breaking down the game film after and how would we handle that differently and what was that like? All those yeah. are good. So when, let's say that they did get blindsided, the, the house guests are in the home. Okay. At that point, um, you know, I feel like I, I've been doing more work around... And it's, this just sounds like the, you know, the, the best case scenario where the rainbow comes out and that okay. sort of thing. And the unicorn runs in the backyard. But, <laughs> yes. but I feel like at that point, though, I do say, how do you make the most of it? How are you present? If you've said, if you've said yes, or, or, you know, how do you not now be the martyr? You know, how do you not try to project uh, awesome. your, your, uh, relatives that like, this is horrible, you know, right. but I think, I think that's what a lot of people do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And that, you know, that term martyr. And it's true. We all, again, know people like that who say yes, didn't mean yes. And then make it. I'm going to let them know, yeah, right? I'm going to make them pay through very passive aggressive yes. means yeah. that you really messed up here. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. And I go there. So, and I, I where I was kind of coming there too, was in, in parenting. I mean, one of the things I try to, when I'm doing parenting seminars or parent coaching is if you are going to say yes to your kids, mm-hmm. then, then just say yes and then be positive mm-hmm. and present. So, yeah. you know, if you're going to say yes, don't be the martyr. You know, if if they want to say, hey, can I stay out a little later? There's nothing productive about going, oh, man, I I mean, I guess, you know, I I guess so. Right. I mean, if you're willing to then say, sure, you know, yeah, then. Then own it. Own it, right? Own it. Because why do we want to then, you know, yeah, but I'm letting you know that I'm super disappointed. Well, then then say no. Boundary. Oh, that's a boundary. That's it. It's a boundary. Right. You can't, you don't get to do that. Right. right? You don't get to say yes with a big giant butt attached to it. Yeah. Right. Because at that point, why are you even doing it? Yep. You're just creating more. Yeah. Problem, right? Yeah. So boundaries are tricky. I think for people, they're complex. They are at the root often of a lot of the issues that present in our rooms day mm-hmm. in and day out. And once I feel that we as therapists really help somebody clean up their boundary system, it's amazing what starts to change in the system around them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Stuff. Yeah, it is. So, you know, I, I would say to everybody listening, you know, keep in mind that this time of year is challenging mm-hmm. and, you know, to really take the time to step back, you know, turn inward and ask yourself, are there areas in which I need to shore up my boundary system Yeah, with certain populations of people in my life with, you know, certain um, aspects of my life, whether it's some of these emotional things or physical things, what do I need to do to ensure the healthiest, happiest holiday season I can create yeah. for myself? Love it. Right? Oh, and, and then even, uh, you know, any of you're not if this is all a new concept to you and that yeah. checklist you were going over at the beginning, yeah. I would imagine a lot of those rang true to people that, yeah. okay, maybe there are some boundary issues. Yes. 
you know, even if you're nervous and worried that you can't make these dramatic changes, then yes. let's have just awareness around this uh, holiday season, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that comes right back to the class that I'm going to teach. Okay. Is, this is not a process group, like group therapy. That mm. is absolutely not what we're doing. This is just like you would go to school and take a class okay. on understanding boundaries. We are going to get into the nitty gritty of everything. Okay. And People should at the end, so participants in the class will walk away with not only a good sense of just what boundaries are, how to recognize them in the outside world, both the good and the bad, okay. and then how to construct them or reconstruct them in their own lives if they are faulty or non-existent. Um, it, there will be homework. There's all kinds of activities. Um, I, I really think it's going to be a super rich experience for people who mm. who really are interested in having healthier boundaries in their lives. Will they get letters behind their name or a t-shirt after the completion of the class? Uh, no, okay. but they get to spend one hour a week for seven weeks with me. That's amazing. Right? Isn't yeah. that? Yeah. There you go. Exactly. I, I try to make it a good time. That is. That's right. We'll have fun. And yeah. I really am excited about this. I've had people ask me through the years, you know, uh, can't you do some kind of seminar on boundaries? Right. I thought, wow, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. And then I thought, no, I'm going to teach a class. So it I'm sounds like, Shauna, you were you were just t- saying yes to them when they said that? Yes, I mean, I was. Is that a, is that yes. a healthy Back boundary? Back in the day when I had poor boundaries? There you go. Yes. Right, right, yes, right. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, all right. Before we uh, okay. done, I want to, I neglected to do this um, when we were here last time. I want you to, uh, yes. my wonderful sponsor. Yes. All right. Eli's X-Rex, right? Yes. I want to do the, I want you to smell this and I okay. want you to. Is this a new, a new uh, smell? Maybe. Fragrance? Maybe. Okay. All right. And then I want you. Ooh. All right. Is there, is there any way, don't look at the ingredients. Okay. Is there any way you will be able to pull out what is in that jar of Eli's X-Rex, all natural organic shaving cream? Shauna Roberts. Oh, Tony, there's so many delicious fragrances in here, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that okay. I made. Well, the first one that was coconut. Okay. Can, can I can I test? Yeah. Test, oh, not taste it. Can I just touch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my I did gosh. eat it. I put it on toast one time. Wow. Yeah. That has such a luxurious feel to there it. There you go. Super all right. silky. All right. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can sit and smell this all day. Okay. You're welcome really nice. to. You get this, Shauna. <gasps> You get an Eli's. Do I? Yeah, for you do. Being a yeah. guest on the show. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Though we got awesome. lemon, key lime, peach. Ooh. Yeah. It does right. Once I rub it that? in, Tony, right. I can really smell. There you go. The citrus. There you go. Super powerful. All right. Uh, thank you, Eli's Extracts. Coupon code Virtual Couch for twenty five percent off your order. Perfect. If they spend a million dollars, Shauna, they get two hundred fifty thousand dollars off their order. Do they? Which you could use that and buy a house. You could. So in essence, uh, thank you, Elias, <laughs> for allowing people to purchase homes. Perfect. There right? it is. I like it. Okay. How do we and find more information about okay. your class? If you are interested and would like to be on the Wait, you waiting do, list. Wait, you have shaving cream on your I nose. I can see it. I can feel it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good thing okay. we're not videoing. I know, right? Okay. Uh, they can email me that they are interested at Shauna, S-H-A-U-N-A, at BridgesCounselingCenter.com. Okay. We're putting together the kind of pre-list of who wants to be in what class. Again, that's either online, mm. virtually, or here at Bridges if you live in the Roseville, Greater Sacramento area. Okay, and then I will put a cube, uh, link. I will put a link yes. to your email in the show yes. notes. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. Two-time guest, Shauna Roberts. Yay! Thank Here's you for your T-shirt. <laughs> My Eli's yeah, extract exactly. bonus. Yep, thank exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and I'm sure we will have you on again in the not too distant future. It. Anytime. Right. Happy and then, uh, and uh, thank you. And I will see you next time on the virtual. Compressed emotions flying past our heads and out the other end. The pressures of the daily grind is one.
Heart you broke. 